Create Art Podcast. KDOI Rebroadcast. Tattooing as Art. Hello, friend. This is Timothy Kim O'Brien, your head instigator at Create Art Podcast, where I bring my 20 years in art and education to help you tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. In 2020, I am rebroadcasting my former podcast, KDOI Podcast, here so you can catch up on what we've been doing for the past few years. Now, in today's episode, I talk with my former student and tattoo artist, Ashley Hutchins, and we discuss her entrance into the tattooing world and how it's vastly different from the photography world, which she studied in college, and that's how I first met her. We dive into tattooing tools and a bit of internship uh, knowledge, and what she calls having a visual eye and how that helps her in her work. Ashley also answers the Satanic 7 questions that I created in Season 1 of KDOI. And, well, you'll have to wait till the end to find out if she got a perfect score or not. So here we go. podcast and this wonderful oh about half hour 45 minutes uh that we're going to be doing here uh with you today um and we have a very special guest um this person is one of the few people that can truly get under my skin um she uh has been very close to me for a number of years and i'd like to introduce you all to ashley hutchins ashley are you on the air with us here today i am Oh, fantastic. Great to have you here. How is it going where you're at right now? Um, It's going all right. I'm on the top of a carriage house just watching things on the hurricane. <laughs> Today's my Saturday, so I'm just chilling out real hard. Fantastic. All right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you got to do on the weekends. You got to chill out real hard. Yeah. Good deal. Well, um, just for full transparency for everybody, I've known Ashley since, oh gosh, it's been about 2002. Oh. A hundred years? At least a hundred years, absolutely. I think possibly a hundred and fifty. <laughs> Excellent. And like <laughs> I said, uh, Ashley is uh, one of the very few people that can get under my skin. Why is that, Ashley? I don't know. I've known you forever, and uh, you know, um, you've always been only twenty minutes away, even when you were living in Chicago. And I think that we've just always been really close friends. And um, I took the coolest pictures of you ever in that old hallway in my old apartment building that had a skylight. So <laughs> I've seen you put a cigarette through a lip ring. Yes. I, I think that qualifies. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. <laughs> cigarette through a lip ring. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I got a picture of it. Okay. Well, you know what? We might have to bring that onto the uh, podcast, onto the uh, onto the website here. And uh, we'll, we'll have the exclusive pictures of me putting a cigarette through a lip ring, folks. You heard it here first. So what I was meaning by that, though, actually, is um, you're my tattoo artist. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, too. I guess I didn't, as a blonde woman, we didn't put that together. Sorry, blonde. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've tattooed you a bunch of times. I think uh, we, uh, well, I'm just looking at my arms and my chest right now, and um, I think we're up to 11 tattoos. We got a Something bunch more like to go. That. 
Well, you hadn't been tattooed then before I tattooed you. You hadn't been tattooed in like 10, 15 years or something like that, right? That's right. Yeah, I hadn't been tattooed since um, 1993, 94 was the last time I got a tattoo. And then, uh, uh, well, we ran into each other. You started tattooing. and Well, mm-hmm. but first, though, I, I know you as a photographer. Um, yeah. And then uh, you uh, switched over to the art of tattoo. So um, how was that for you? Is it a complete mind switch? Is it a, I mean, it's obviously two different uh, uh, disciplines. Yeah. It's, you know, when you think about it in terms of like having a compositional eye, and I think that goes from either like composing a photograph or, you know, doing a drawing, it's a little bit more similar if you're going to do like still life photography, but I think still being able to compositionally line things up in either medium kind of goes I think they correlate with each other um so yeah I think it's you know it's it's an interesting transition but I always drew too at the same time I just wasn't really ever I didn't really think I was that good at it Mm -hmm. and being in my apprenticeship and drawing all the time and learning how to draw for tattoos gave me a lot more confidence in my drawing sure um but I've always taken pictures so I had a lot more confidence with that but it did not pay the bills so <laughs> understood understood <laughs> it was definitely I was a waitress photographer <laughs> <laughs> and myself I've been a uh, pizza delivery guy uh, theater guy and a poet pizza myself. delivery pedagogy <laughs> you know it pizza delivery pedagogy there's no finer <laughs> way to pay, pay for a graduate school education <laughs> than pizza delivery let me tell right? you folks yeah Excellent. So um, it, it wasn't too much of a stretch for you to uh, go from uh, photography to uh, tattooing or? Well, I mean, they are when you kind of talk about it like that, they end up being two very different things. I mean, when I talk about the art of everything, just kind of visually having a visual eye, I think works with works well with both. But uh, mechanically, totally different things. Um, uh, you got to learn, you know, tattooing is not all about just being able to draw because um, you also have to know your machine. You have to know how to operate your machine. You have to have a steady hand with everything, you know, so there's a lot more that goes into it, um, which I guess you could say kind of correlates to knowing your camera and knowing how to, if you're using like a manual SLR camera where, you know, you're setting your own F stops and aperture and everything like that, then, you know, I guess it can be kind of similar. I haven't really ever thought about it like that. Well, there you go. See, that's that's why you came on the show because you want to think about <laughs> yeah. crazy shit like this on a I know. on a oh, Sunday I can curse morning. On here? Absolutely. Oh, oh game yeah. changer. All right. <laughs> oh yeah. No, by all means, fucking swear as much as you fucking want to fucking swear. Oh, fantastic! Sure. Excellent. You know, we, we we can go that route. It's not a problem. <laughs> oh, I love the internet. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. All right, so Ashley. Now, um, yeah, before we uh, got on the air here, you were telling me that um, you're going on tour. So um, can you, I mean, yeah. obviously you're a, a tattoo artist and, you know, time is money and, uh, you know, you're, you're you're doing that. And I'm interrupting your money making session here. So. Um, oh, no, you're fine. Today's my Saturday. Okay. Even though I know it's Sunday. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, w- what projects are you doing right now? Like you said you, uh, to me beforehand, you're, you're going on tour. Um, and yeah, you're, yeah, you get your tattoo uh, practice uh, at your shop there. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so what are you doing right now? Well, uh, currently I'm drinking almond milk out of the carton, but um, oh, <laughs> I'm a, she's dangerous I'm, like that, folks. Out of the carton, because <laughs> I'm an adult. Um, now I'm going on tour with my friend's band. Um, I'm going to do merch for them. And they're doing a full U.S. and Canada tour. Because um, music is also something, as I know you know about me, that I'm obsessed with. Um, in another life, I would have been a musician, I think, instead of being a photographer, honestly. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of a, I haven't 
it's a working to me it's like a vacation because i haven't really been on vacation for more than three days and seven years um but it'll be grueling and i'll definitely be working but um at the same time just being out to to go out west again and out of the country is going to be pretty rad um and i just didn't schedule appointments and took the time off work um because sometimes i think like you can get consumed by what you do even if you love it and i think it's good to have a separate life you know um as a, because I've watched some good friends of mine that have been tattooers for a long time. And when you do something for other people all the time, um, it's not entirely like a selfless act, like being a first responder or anything like that. Like you're, you're working with their idea and with their personality. And, uh, if you just go to work and then work and then go home and draw and go to sleep and wake up and go to work and do the same thing over and over and over again, then you can get burnt out. And I've been trying to learn from people that's happened to in order to have a healthy balance between being myself and also being a tattooer. Um, so yeah, so part of it is going on vacation, going out to town shows, doing this tour, um, you know, not completely separating it from my life because it's always going to be a part of me, but not, there's also this, you know, in the tattoo community, there's also some people that have this idea that if you don't let tattooing just destroy everything else in your life and be the single most important thing that you're not committed to. And I just, I think that's bullshit and I disagree with it. So I think you have to have a healthy balance of both. Fantastic. And we got our first swear word out of you. <laughs> oh, there'll be more. Oh, great. my favorite word. There we go. Hey, we got two. All right. We're up to two, folks. We got two swear words out of her. All right. So can we see you on the Internet? Do you have any uh, anything on the Internet that uh, people can uh, drop by and look at? Yeah, I'm a, I use my Instagram as uh, my like an online portfolio. I'm also on the uh, the shop's website. But my Instagram I can update it on my phone and I don't have to send it to somebody a bit put on the website. So it gets updated way quicker. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. My Instagram is at ghost life, which is actually something I have tattooed on my wrist and uh, spray painted on a car at Cadillac ranch when I drove across the country the first time. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Now you said you're going to be going on tour with a band. Uh, which, yeah. Now is this going to be Metallica? Is this going to be <laughs> uh, um, Guar? Is it going to yeah, be actually, it is Guar. Count? You're going on tour with what Guar. What if I was dead, Tim? No, fuck it. You're going on tour with Guar. <laughs> well, no, I'm not doing merch for Guar, but I'm going on tour with uh, my best friend's band, um, and they are going on tour with Guar and this other band called Ghoul. Um, his band's called U.S. Bastards. So I'm going to be in the band with them. Good deal. Yeah. So, folks. Did you, you just guess that, or did I tell you that? Well, um, actually, I know all. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. So, uh, folks, you, you definitely want to uh, you want to check this out. You want to go uh, onto their websites and uh, knock it out. Uh, bump into uh, Ashley; she's going to be doing the merch uh, there for you. Fantastic tattoo artist. I'm hard to miss. You're hard, <laughs> she is hard to miss. You will not miss her. I guarantee it. Um, and you know, being transparent here, and I, I'm 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 unbiased because I only speak the truth. She does killer fucking ass tattoos. Well, thank you very much. And nobody else touches my skin except for my wife. <laughs> yeah, and your kids. And well, and my kids, yeah. But you know, anybody else, they don't get to touch my skin. Ashley gets to uh, jam needles into me thousands of times a second, and it caused me a lot of pain, but uh, a lot of permanent, uh, a lot of permanent uh, happiness. I feel very privileged, by the way. Absolutely. Well, I don't just let anyone tattoo me. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so Ashley, are you ready? For the Satanic Seven Questions. 
Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, bring it on. Okay, now, not to add any pressure onto you. Okay. But um, the uh, the previous uh, folks have been doing pretty good on this. Uh, myself, when I did the uh, Satanic Seven questions, there's seven of them. Um, I've got I got three right out of seven, so I'm three for four. Okay, um, I love a challenge. We had uh, Nelson Veliquez. Um, he got five and two. He was five and two. Uh, then we had Anessa Ferris in episode three, and she got six and one. So we we don't have a perfect score yet. All right. Do you think you can get a perfect score today? We're going to find out. Okay, we're going to try it. We're going to try it here, folks. Okay, here we go. All right. Your first question. Are you sitting down? Are you ready for this? Yeah. You might not want to sit down for this. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your first question is, what do you dislike about the art world? Now, this can be the overall art world. This is going to be about the tattooing world. Um, this is going to How be are about these right and wrong if they're not... I thought they were yes or no questions. Um, okay. Um, like, how do you get that question wrong? You just not answer it? Um, well, no, 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 no. You can get it wrong. You can get it wrong. Okay. Yeah, our our right. audience decides. Oh, okay. All right. So what do I dislike about the art world? Being yeah, what do you dislike? Otherwise? Um, well, part of what I said before, where I think that there's a underlying or, or overt um, feeling through part of the tattoo tattooer community that if you don't let tattooing ruin everything else in your life and be this obsession that you're somehow not committed to it. And I just disagree with that. I think that um, that's a very romantic notion, but I think when you, if you want to actually live your life and, you know, try to find some semblance of happiness and you have to have uh, a balance between the two of them. And so I'll fight anybody that says otherwise. And in the rest part of the art world, um, I think that there's a penchant to blow art out of i don't know out of i think people get famous for doing bullshit and i think that if something doesn't move me as a person and you know move my emotions then i don't really understand why uh you know somebody's video art of them walking up a hill for 25 minutes and doing absolutely nothing else is somehow genius and groundbreaking so that's my answer well i i think that was a great uh, <laughs> a, a, a great piece of I film hate that, that i did so much. that was a great piece of film i did i'm i'm, I'm you know that answer is wrong <laughs> wrong i did i don't accept that i think i got it right i i i did that for three hours to get those 25 minutes i'll have you know <laughs> and it's edited <laughs> and it's edited yes <laughs> took me three hours okay all right i'm gonna give you that one i'm gonna give you okay. that one. all right all right question number two what is the allure to being an artist and do you live up to the myth or do you perpetuate the myth um well What's great about being an artist, I think, being able to express yourself. I mean, I it's a weird like pack a snack to go down this rabbit hole if you want to crawl inside my mind. But the things that I create are just a little tiny part of it that I get to exercise out of it. And I think being able to do that is amazing. Otherwise, I don't know what I would do, you know. Um, but then again, I think that's also I don't know if it's necessarily a myth or a little bit more of a stereotype. I, I think that the yeah, artists are crazy people, you know. Um, but I have a theory about that. And my theory about that is that, so like it, perfection can't exist in nature because it's just not a natural thing. And I think that that's nature's way of, you know, keeping everybody in check. Like you can make all these amazing things or create all this beautiful music or compose things or, or you know, whatever. And, uh, but you can't do mathematics and you suffer from depression or, you know, you're schizophrenic or whatever. There's always some other like the pendulum swings in the other direction, because I think that if you could do all of these things and, you know, 
be smart and good at math and good at art and you know well put together and all. it would just it doesn't exist i don't think it's natural okay. so yeah excellent oh you, you're you're two and oh for right now <laughs> you're doing good all right the art the audience is applauding in the background they're loving this <laughs> they're loving this okay. <laughs> are you gonna put canned laughter with it no, no, absolutely like not. Like a sitcom? Oh, okay, no, go. Oh, we, no, no, that's <laughs> that's cheap podcast jo- uh, trickery there. We, we, we'll have none of that here. Okay, good, good, good. I'm on none board. <laughs> All right. Okay, I like this question. This is question number three. Are there people that you don't tell that you're an artist? And if not, uh, is it wrong? Oh, Hold on. I'm screwing this question up. There we go. Are there people you don't tell that you're an artist? And if not, is it wrong or bad uh, that some artists conceal their talent? Uh, okay. Well, that's a perfect question for me because, um, okay, so when I first get off work, I'm incredibly awkward and I need this little decompression time, as I'm sure a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you are covered in tattoos, uh, that's the only thing that people want to talk to you about a lot of the time. And I don't Depends on, I guess, if I'm irritated or not, but I don't fault people for it because a lot of times people just want to know. And I'm a relatively friendly person, you know, so like I, um, I will talk to people, but sometimes I think people don't understand their boundaries. Um, and they just bum rush you with every single tattoo question that they've ever wanted to know. And they don't know your life. They don't know whether you just got off work and you just want to like eat a taco and sit by yourself for a minute or whether, you know, you and your boyfriend just broke up or, you know, any, anything else that's going on in your life. And they get a little overzealous with it. And I think that they kind of overstep their boundaries as far as like um, your personal space, you know. Um, so I do know a lot of tattooers. I haven't. Sometimes I just when people start talking about it, if I'm in a group of people, I just won't say anything. Right. <laughs> but I haven't ever actually just flat out said no. Mm-hmm. But I do know people that uh, are tattooers that tell people that they do something else and that it's just because they want to kind of avoid that conversation it's one thing if somebody emails you or if they come by the shop or if they you know set up a consultation i mean you know me i'll talk about i love what i do i'll talk about it all day long i love the history of it and uh, machines and everything else but um yeah sometimes when you're just out in the world being a person and you just got off work you don't want to talk about work you know and and sometimes or they just want to talk about all the tattoos that they have and then ask you if you would have charged them the same thing, even though that tattoo's already there, you know, and you just don't really want to deal with it. Yeah. And then if you politely decline the conversation or don't say thank you hard enough when they tell you that they like your tattoos or whatever, then they get upset with you. And then that's also something hard to deal with because I didn't start the conversation, you know. So um, I don't think that's wrong because I think that that's just also kind of avoiding an awkward conversation or somebody's feelings being hurt. Sure. Absolutely. It's, it's like if uh, you're talking to somebody and they say that they're a doctor and you're like, Oh, Hey, can you take exactly. a look at this uh, pus filled goiter? That's, but that's been on my harder. Back? That's harder mm-hmm. because I mean, tattooers don't take a Hippocratic oath. Like the doctor has to talk to you about that. You know, that's what a lot of mm-hmm. doctors will just not even mention it. <laughs> um, Cause they're legally bound to that shit. You know, we just oh, yeah. don't really feel like it, but yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I, mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, if everybody understood their boundaries, then it wouldn't be a thing. But, sure. you know, people are people. So. And, and why should it be? You and I should get along <laughs> so awfully. Oh, wait, I went there, didn't I? Oh, God. Yeah, but there's a bunch rules, so it's okay. All right. Say, so, hey, that's bonus points right there. You're a three. 
three and a half and oh right now. You're doing <laughs> yes. great. All right. Question number four. Here we go. Okay. This one's a tough one. I don't think you're going to get this one. This is going to be the one that throws you. Okay. I, I know it. Okay. If you throw yourself at the ground and miss, what are you doing? And how do you continue to accomplish this seemingly impossible task? So it's a two-parter. Okay. Throwing yourself at the ground and missing, what are you doing? And how do you continue to accomplish this seemingly impossible task? Well, um, it's kind of like that time that I fell up the stairs and cut my face open recently. Um, I didn't quite hit the ground because I fell on the stairs. But, you know, if I really wanted to. I'm sure I'll fall again. Um, that's a weird question for me because I fall all the time and I have a feeling this is a metaphor, but, um, <laughs> it's, it's something so prevalent in my life that I take it very literally because mm -hmm. I'm always falling down. Um, you know, I think that if, if you see it as a metaphor, if you, if, you know, before I started tattooing, I've always wanted to do it, but I also, I needed to really kind of get the confidence in order to be okay with failure. And I think that that's been hard for me for a large part of my life. And part of that comes from, you know, um, things that are very personal to me and how I grew up and uh, and getting my confidence level up to being OK with people telling me that I sucked at what I love to do. And I think that's something that I've always been afraid of because I was like, it's just going to crush me and I'm not going to be able to go on. Um, but I think that if you actively work on yourself and try to. Uh, be more confident in who you know you are and what you love to do and also understand that you are going to fail, but it's okay because you can always get better at it. Then, you know, you're more perceptive to just taking that leap of faith. And so if I'm going to take that question as a metaphor, I've already, already taken it literally. Mm -hmm. um, then I think that if you try and you don't, then you just have to take the steps to build up your confidence to be able to just do it again because eventually if you work hard enough at it it will work out for you um and it might not work out for you in the way that you like envisioned in your mind for forever about um these you know if you have delusions of grandeur or whatever but i think that it can be very realistic and i think that that's accepting that that's where you're at and that's okay and then just enriching your life around it is kind of a you know that's the shit. <laughs> that's the go. tits, as the kids say. Um, so, yeah, but that's the, metaphorically how I see that. I think you just need to not be afraid of failure. Nice. Nice. Excellent. I, I, you know, I'm going to give you that question. I'm going to give you that <laughs> all question. All right. All right. So you're four and a half and oh, right now. <laughs> OK. I don't know how you I, I, you got the bonus <laughs> part of that. So that this is fantastic. All right. Question. Hey, man, I don't make the rules, you know. <laughs> that's right. Neither do I out for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to call my wife in on this one because she makes the rules <laughs> around here. All right. Question number five. Okay. All right. How do you describe your process from inception to creation to display presentation? Okay. Well, I mean, it depends on – that's a two-part question for me because it's either if you're talking about work for work or you're talking about work for, like, out of my mind. Um, work for work, I uh, – you know, get emailed by someone and they set up a consultation. We sit down, we talk about all the different aspects of the design that they're trying to get done. You know, I take a tracing of the area, I make a little folder for them and I write down all the points. And, um, and then we set an appointment from there. And then from that, I do the drawing according to what they're looking for in the style that I draw. And then they come in for their tattoo and we do it in the style that I tattoo. And that's what I do for work. Um, art stuff, you know, I get, I hear very visually. Um, so I get inspired 
visually by music a lot of the time um song lyrics or even just like notes in a song that uh stirs up some kind of emotion in me and i'll see something in my head and then i'll go draw that um also you know i'm nerdy and i'll see like the way that the leaves overturn when we're about to have a storm and i'll see something in my head and then i'll go sit down and that's the stuff that i talk about just like exercising out of my mind um so yeah that's how that gets accomplished it's a it's one of, it's very a witchy little process actually if i think about it <laughs> but, you know mm-hmm. i just you, you've seen from hell right tim Absolutely, I've seen from hell. So just every time I tell people that I hear visually and I start describing all of that, all I think of is that when he's Johnny Depp's character talking about his visions, and the other guy goes, "You know, that used to burn men at you like the stake at the stake, right?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we we are close to Salem, Massachusetts, so. <laughs> well, I mean, relatively, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's my process at least. I think every everyone that makes art has a different way of doing it. You know, um, I'm not. I'm more of an emotionally motivated artist rather than like a politically motivated artist, I guess. Um, but I respond to a lot of that art too. So, sure. but yeah, that's my, my process comes from way more of a emotional place. Excellent. And, and just to let everyone know, you know, when, when I'm getting a tattoo from Ashley, uh, I'm usually sending a, a carrier pigeon uh, down to her and then uh, casting a magic spell and uh, transporting myself uh, to her uh, studio um, and usually I have a, a big black cloud and a lot of storm uh, things happening, so everyone flees the studio, and then we go <laughs> ahead and get down to work. I, I, I Yeah, you know, everybody's got their different process, but yeah, that's the way that we do it. Yeah, that's the way we do it. So I, I'm not recommending that for anyone else, um, <laughs> but if you have the time, the power, the uh, the chutzpah to do that, by all means, especially the, the gumption. The gumption is what I There we go. Gumption works, too. Gumption works, too. <laughs> All right. Question number six. Can you believe we're already at question number six? This is amazing. You're Did at, I get that one right? You got that one right. So you're at yes. five, five and a half and oh. All five right. Five and a half and oh. All right. Here we go. Question number six. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? And if possible, can you show your work? Huh? <laughs> is it an American swallow? It's a Canadian swallow. <laughs> Everyone yeah, always asks me if it's African or European. No, it's Canadian. What do you think? It's Canadian I am? swallow. It's always a Canadian. I know yeah. you are a Canadian swallow. Absolutely. Um. Uh, I would say that that depends on how you draw it, because I do want the swallow tattoos. So, I don't know how big's the swallow. Uh, that's a because <laughs> that's a conversation I have all the time. If we like mm-hmm. take this question and turn it around and equate it to like to tattooing and work stuff. Because the, as opposed to drawing on like pieces of paper or like painting a painting, which is something that's finite and it's right there, it's canvas or it's a piece of paper. Um, tattoos go on people, and people change, people age, people grow, people, uh, you know, work out, whatever. Um, so I have to have a conversation with people all the time as far as like things having to be a certain size. So I guess I just kind of throw that into every other aspect of conversation so yeah what size is the swallow how fast is it going you know i think that's an unanswerable question actually okay All right. but i could make up a number go go ahead and make up a number i'm kind of partial to number seven number seven okay i'm gonna give you half credit on that i'm sorry i'm gonna so, have to give you half credit if you put that with the other half that's a full point that's a full point yep yep so you're <laughs> you are at six and oh you are at six i'm gonna give you six i'm clean i'm working hard at it too all right here we go 
La- right. Last question. And besides that, you would have got the you would have got a point and a half if you would have said forty two. Sorry. Oh, okay. Forty two on that. But okay. Here we go. Now this is the question that usually trips up everybody. All right. Was that the answer to the ultimate question, by the way? Yes. Ult- ultimate okay. answer to the universe. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But what's the question to the uh, ultimate answer to the universe? Do you know that? No, I can't get that bonus point. Oh, no. Okay. Well, what do you get when you multiply 6 times 9 minus 12? I ha- I don't do math. You know that. 42. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> I hey I'm 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 a I'm a geek I'm a nerd uh, I get it all into uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy so that that's that's my hangup. Hey, that's all right with me. There you go. All right, last question. If money was no object, if time is no concern, resources are unlimited, what project would you attempt? And if all negative factors were eliminated. Would you allow this to be the only work you're known by? So another two-parter here. Okay. Money's no object. Time's no concern. Resources unlimited. What project are you going to do? And the second part is, you know, you complete that project. You get it knocked out. Is that the work that you want to be known by and the only work you want to be known by? Um. All right. So, man, if I had unlimited resources, I'd love to travel because I'd love to see Asia, you know, I'd love to go take a trip around the world and just kind of go get inspired by a bunch of things that I've only seen on the Internet and read about in books, um, because I think that that and also, you know, go seeing. Tattoo history from different countries and tattooers in different countries are just amazing, and I'd like to just kind of be immersed in all of that and learn from it and kind of like uh, use that as inspiration to whatever would come out of it. You know, just the thought of that is almost overwhelming. Um so that's what I would do, because um, like I said, I get inspired by visually, but also I get inspired uh, by music, and that comes from wherever. I like, you know, Eastern European folk music a lot. So, um, so I would do that, and then see what comes from it. And I think that ultimately, if I could, I, th- I think that I wouldn't want to be remembered for only, you know, like one thing. I mean, if you get to be remembered at all, I think that that's rad, but. I like to create so much different stuff that I don't ever want to have to choose, you know, Um, because I think that since art is something so personal to you and it's something that you choose to create. I mean, human beings have been creating art since we've been making anything. Um, Why? I don't know. To record history? Sure. To just get things out of their mind? Sure. Nobody's ever really going to know the answer to that question, but we've been doing it for forever. And we've also been tattooing each other for thousands of years. Uh, one of my friends used to say that he said, it's the world's oldest profession. It's older than prostitution. People have been tattooing themselves for centuries. Why? I don't know. We've always just had this need to carry around something that reminds us of something else. Um, but at the same time, I think since making something like that is so personal that you don't ever have to limit yourself to only one. You know, if I want to draw, if I want to tattoo, if I want to make a painting, if I want to play a song, I think that uh, part of being a human being that's clued into all that stuff is the ability to, you know, do all of it. Why not? You know. So, yeah, I wouldn't want to limit myself to one thing. But I think that if you get to be remembered for anything, then you're got a leg up. So. Well, and you're going to be remembered, uh, if for nothing else, this podcast. Did I get that question right? Yeah, you got it right. I'm going to give ah, it to I you. Got seven. Um, you got the seven. I'm the, first, I'm the first one that got seven. You're the first one to get the seven. And I crawled tooth and nail for seven, too. I had to get two halves, but. I yeah, made you it. did. You made it. <laughs> you got it. 
So, you know, your, your, your trophy is in the mail. Uh, Excellent. We're going to have that shipped down to you. Uh, we'll get you a t-shirt as well. Not a problem. <laughs> all done and done and all that good stuff. Fantastic. Well, Again, Ashley, uh, thank you so much for being on our show here today. Uh, we appreciate your insight. It's my pleasure. The world. And uh, is there any uh, final thoughts you'd like to uh, toss out to our audience? Uh, you know, creating more than they consume is kind of our uh, touchstone here. We want to uh, inspire our audience to uh, get out there and, uh, you know, put down that uh, cell phone and uh, pick up uh, a, uh, a a tattoo machine or uh well, don't tell them to pick up a tattoo machine. <laughs> ah, see, there we go. No. Pick up a pencil. I don't mm-hmm. think that people that are untrained should be going on tattooing each other. Um, because there's, you know, with what I do, there's a lot of other, you know, factors that go into it, like, you know, bloodborne pathogens, and we're all CPR certified and stuff like that. So, um, but no, I think, yeah, take a minute, put your phone down, put on a song you like, go, you know, like, go to the river, go to a park sit there for a second and just like be a person <laughs> that's not um i love the internet but yeah that's not connected to technology for a minute and then see what comes from it take a walk that's what i do a lot there you, go. you know you never know what you're going to be inspired by or or better and, oh good oh i was going to say and you know even if you don't think that you guess people tell me that all the time like i can't draw and i'm like i don't expect anybody to draw their own tattoos for me but um so if you know, if you have the urge to create something do it it doesn't matter whether or not you think that it's a Picasso. It doesn't have to be. If it comes out of your mind, then it's yours. And you and owning that is really important. Excellent. Thank you so much, Ashley. And folks, remember, Thank you. Um, you can uh, go and uh, see Ashley. She's going to be on tour uh, this year. Uh, how long is that tour going to run, do you know? Uh, it's seven weeks. Seven it's weeks. From the, the end of October to mid-December. Fantastic. So end of October to mid-December. Hopefully she'll be back by the time my birthday rolls around because i got to get a tattoo. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and that's how I get inspired is, you know, by her puncturing my skin multiple times and injecting ink into my skin. Um, that's the way I do it. But, folks, uh, we definitely want you to go out there, uh, create something, shoot it into us. Uh, you can email uh, your stuff into us. We'd be happy to have you on the podcast here. Um, Ashley, this is pretty painless for you. Oh, this is fantastic. I had a blast. Okay, there you go. But I'm crazy, so <laughs> I like stuff like this. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> well, again, we want to thank you all for listening in to uh, Chemo's Den of Iniquity. I'm Timothy Chemo Bryan, uh, your host here, and uh, we definitely want you to create more than you consume. Email us, get on the podcast, uh, check out Ashley's work. It is fantastic. Um, if you see me, I'll roll up my sleeves and I'll show you Ashley's work. I'm a walking billboard for her. Excellent. Well, you all have a great day. And again, Ashley, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's rebroadcast of a KDOI podcast. You know, KDOI was my first serious attempt at podcasting after spending many years just creating content without regard to the final product. KDOI started in about 2016 and had three seasons until I closed it down in 2019. I wanted to make sure that these gems didn't get relegated to my external hard drives. So here you go. You'll notice that there's going to be interviews, commentary, and projects that you can do yourself. So enjoy these podcasts and create more than you consume. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you can always email me at timothy at createartpodcast.com. We have Instagram at createartpodcast, Twitter at createartpod, and then of course we have Mighty Networks, a YouTube channel, and my Tee Public site, and that's all in the show notes. 
So go ahead and check out the website, createartpodcast.com, so you can stay in tune to all the things that are happening here with us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.